It is the dawn of a new age. Legends long thought lost are returning to the world as Caden and Joan take up the mantles of Arthur and Merlin, fulfilling prophecies millennia old. But to complete their quest, the gang must journey across Europe and through the magical realms to seek out the Dark Elves, all well hunted by the twisted minions of Morgaus, an ancient dragon and more yet to come. They escaped! Morgaus hissed, launching a sphere of oily black flame at the wall. These children had somehow not only escaped her knight, but now also held the staff of Merlin. No matter. She would take her former master's weapon as well as the sword. The staff was as much her right as the blade was. It seems it may take more than my knight to destroy these usurpers after all. Morgaus strode over to a pedestal at the center of the chamber, upon which sat a large saucer filled with water. She dipped her finger into the water, and it immediately began to change, dark pollution spreading through the liquid until it became a mirror of pitch. She focused and an old, familiar face appeared on the substance's greasy surface. You owe me a favor, she hissed, and I have mortals in need of killing. The figure in the sickly mirror smiled, showing teeth far too sharp to be human. You require their bodies intact, he asked. Morgaus smiled. No. Their weapons are mine, but you may feast to your heart's content. 
Um, no, please. What? <laughs> no, 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 So much no. Yeah, that's a no, no for please. me. No, I'd thank be okay you. with not being. Nah. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I like all my skin on me and, and the rest as well. So please, no. <laughs> I will say we didn't read the terms and conditions for becoming King Arthur and Merlin. But like, <laughs> I, don't, I, mean, I didn't Freaking see anything Kane like this. Did. Kane had asked. <laughs> It That's was true. Quite clear for you him. said all the things that come with it. This is your fault. <laughs> and he's like, mm, whatever. It was either this or let all the mages die. All right. So we emerge from the way out into Pampont Forest in France. And the Green Knight looks around us and she says, all right, uh, it's going. We're going to have to uh, hike a little bit to get on onto the road uh, this way. Which way? Um, follow my voice, I guess. No, all right, that works. Yes, do it with every everyone at least once, at least once with every person in if the world. If that was a hand gesture, he, I'm gonna take that advantage. <laughs> it's this way. Green's following. Just he's just following. I think we're all following. Yeah, we're all following. We all follow. One of us stays behind. <laughs> all right, it is going to take a bit for us to hike out of the forest. Oh, fun. is oh, that no. going to take a check at all or something? Or you better believe it. Uh, not really. No? Europe isn't. Well, real world forests have been kind of tamed, especially in Europe. Cool. That's fair. That's We've kind fair. of over industrialized in the real world. Just a little bit. Touch, yeah. All right. Well, I'm fine with that. I I didn't want to roll survival or whatever. I did. I'm okay with that. I would have loved to have done that. Andy just wants to go high adventure camping. I most certainly did not want to roll survival. (laughs) (laughs) I just want to to use all my niche skills. Same, same. So we follow the spring night. Takes like uh, 15 minutes or so. And we find ourselves in a little, like, hamlet? Little, yeah, little touristy hamlet right uh, at the edge of the forest. <laughs> you know, I'm just making sure I remember this correctly. At the end of last session, we were told we had glamours put over us to make us look like ourselves, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. But if we didn't, it's touristy, so who cares? <laughs> <laughs> we're here in our cosplay. <laughs> we made these. We're here for the Renaissance Fair. Here's the Renaissance <laughs> Fair. So the Green Knight takes us to a Volkswagen bus. Ooh. That she like beep beep pulls out a set of keys. <laughs> oh my gosh. Hang on. Is this a familiar Volkswagen bus? If you're asking if it's the mystery machine, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Like, is this Andy's? Andy's well, is a van. I mean, it is technically a Volkswagen bus. It, yeah. yeah so it is. I forgot oh, about is. that. Never mind. So is this is this about the same size as Andy's van? It is about the same size, but it's like the sides are all painted in like floral designs. So this is the mystery. So this, machine. So this, so is, this, Andy's, this is Andy's. Stop van. trying to hide the truth from us, Jonathan. <laughs> <laughs> trying to hide that Merlin's hot. Trying Sorry, to hide we're in the mystery not, machine. Come on, Jonathan. <laughs> not that kind of floral designs. Like as if it's like, also realistic. Green, oh, okay. they're realistic okay. floral. Okay. Like branches off oh, like, like trees with flowers cool. on them. Okay, that's cool. As it beep beeps uh, up to us, Caden just kind of like cocks his head to the side. He's like, does it look as cute as it sounds? 
<laughs> Joan looks it over. Yeah. All right, then. <laughs> Rian kind of rolls his eyes at Caden's uh, question. So I like, uh... I don't know why he's feeling whimsy today, but that's what, it's feeling. that's what I'm feeling, I guess. Anyway, continue. All right, so yeah, she turns back to the group. Um, so this is my usual vehicle, but there's a lot of you, and we will be driving for a while. Um, so if you guys aren't comfortable in all being cramped in the same vehicle for uh, eight to nine hours or so, there is a car rental place nearby that I can take you guys to, and we can get some vehicles you'd be more comfortable uh, driving, maybe. Uh, it's up to you. That is a lot of hours. I mean, we're going across country. Voltaire looks at the, looks at the van, and I, th- I think getting another car would be a, a good idea. We end just shrugs. Right. He doesn't care. Caden <laughs> shrugs, He's like, and he just kind of takes his cane and points to... In the direction of the Volkswagen bus. I was like, I'll ride in that. All right. Well, uh, yeah, it's about 10 minute drive away. I'll just, uh, everyone's going to need to be in here to get there. So, <laughs> right. And yeah. And so we all, Joan hops into, we all hop into this Volkswagen bus. Unlike Andy's, it hasn't been like retrofitted to live in. Yeah. And it, she starts driving. Does anyone have any conversations in these 10 minutes? Absolutely not. <laughs> nope. Not unless spoken to. All right. So then she would um, give us a brief rundown of the situation and the plan. So that we're going to have to take a few different ways um, to get to Svartalfheim or to get to where we want to go in Svartalfheim. Uh, it's pretty big. From what I've been able to tell, the realm is about the size of North America. So it's not one of those places where you can just like hop anywhere into the realm and then you're where you need to be. Um, They've got entire nations and stuff in there. Half of them can't even uh, agree whether to call it Svartalfheim or Nindavalir. But um, so our first waypoint, uh, I guess would be the way to say it, um, is in the Alps. Um, So that's where we're going to be headed. The way to get to Svartalfheim this is going to sound a little stupid, mm-hmm. but if you think about it, it makes sense. You know, the crafting things, Scandinavian, we have to go through I- Ikea. Do they have those over there? <laughs> yes, it started in actually, it started, yes. Aaron has the, vanished in from France. France. The Ikeas, one, are all over the world, but two, mm. <sighs> we need to get to the capital of the main kingdom in Svartalfheim, because otherwise we could get caught by authorities of a rival kingdom who don't want us there, or there's a whole lot of internal conflict that can arise. Um, So to get to the right one, we have to go to the main, um, the original Ikea. uh, Ikea. And that would be... Oh, um, or I guess maybe not the original. Uh, sorry, it's not. Sorry, uh, we need to get to the the largest IKEA. That um, it's in Sweden. Okay. And so taking uh, a route that makes it so we don't go over water or over air, uh, we're going to need to have a way stop um on the way there. So we're going to take a way through the Alps that will take us to Fulujale. Uh, national park in Sweden. 
Sounds and like from there we'll be able oh, yeah and from there we'll be able to go down to Stockholm and make a way through the IKEA. Great. Mm, that certainly sounds simple enough. Yeah, the, it does sound that way. The fate of the magi resting on our ability to get to a furniture store. <laughs> I think the problem is getting through the furniture store. Um wait, what exactly is one... an IKEA? It's a maze. <laughs> does Rhea not know what an IKEA is? Do you Daniel know what an IKEA is? I actually do not know either. Okay, never mind, fair enough. <laughs> I guess it's Joan, fair. It, Joan gives Rihanna a look. Um <laughs> It's a popular furniture store known for being a maze. He just gives you a very questioning look. <laughs> it makes more sense when you've actually been there. They basically have a lot of displays in a lot of places and you gotta get around them. Which you will see. Yeah, we and apparently there. we're going to the biggest one, so extra maze. But if you're lucky, you'll find food court. <laughs> if you're lucky. Yeah, I've heard they have really good meatballs. Um, and they recently introduced a Lincolnberry pork, pulled pork sandwich. Oh, wow. I guess you really like Ikea. Kid, like, <laughs> turns in Andy's direction <laughs> <laughs> upon hearing some of this. They make... Very good, small-sized furniture. It's very affordable. Caden just nods. It's like, not a paid promotion. <laughs> <laughs> we are not sponsored, Ikea. We are not sponsored. Not any kind but of... But actually... <laughs> but if you want us to be... No. Wink, wink. So, wait. How does this relate to us getting to a place where they forge weapons? Well, Ikea okay, so... is a furniture store. Furniture is made... It is also Norwegian or, like, something like that. And it will help us get there. Because you know how, like, all the hotels relate to a, to a place? This, similarly, because of the way it was built, like, its concept, also gets us where we want to go. Yeah, and the uh, the Dark Elves, they don't make just weapons and stuff. They make a lot of things. They made boats. Um, they made animals even out of metal um and affordable furniture so basically just the concept of construction and making things and crafting with the cultural context of scandinavia which is the source of the norse myths kind of together i would assume is what creates that connection to um the dark elf place but i would be careful with their futons they're not very comfortable <laughs> And this is when we pull into the car rental. Cool. <laughs> I'll give you guys one guess what I bought at Ikea last week. A futon. <laughs> yeah. A futon. Nice. All right. Are they really that uncomfortable? She's so uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to ride in what car? Well, first... What cars are available? You gotta rent That's the car. That's true. That's true. You gotta rent the car. Who speaks the language? Are we still in France? Yes. We oh, are so in it's France. Voltaire. And also Mr. Frenchman, Andy. you're up. Yeah, it's your show. But unlike myself, I also do not speak French. 
Well, I speak enough French to get myself slapped, so I'm. I don't. Okay, none of us are going to be speaking French because I don't speak French. (laughs) Okay, we're gonna pretend. You know how you know how you like pretend to be like a character, like a person you're not. We are going to pretend we are speaking French. We're gonna gonna pretend. Mm -hmm. We're gonna make believe. Before before we begin, I apologize to everyone who has ever lived or visited France. Uh oh. Um, Uh oh. Who enjoys French? Films or French or anything that involved with France. I am so excited. To you. I need to hear other people's is. French accents <laughs> because of my various accents. French is not a, one of them. Ooh. Uh, well, it is I what mean, it is. Yeah. So you go to the car rental place and like you go inside and there is a guy working at the desk or whatever. <laughs> okay. Voltaire walks up. Um. Excuse me. <laughs> Here we go. Go, go, go. <laughs> you got it. Here we go. Frick. Oh, I can't. <laughs> okay. You always have the option to just bail. Oh, he's practicing. <laughs> see, see. He's practicing put, and he's you, not looking happy about it. When you've put effort into it, trying to learn it, and then you've you've done it with pretty much everything else, this will stand out. So he has to commit to this one. Okay. <clears throat> We? Oui? I didn't mind it. Um, yes, I, I, I need to rent a car. What options, what options are available? <laughs> oh, why is this so hard? Jonathan is Would you like everyone else to mute ourselves? So yeah, would you like us to mute? Yeah, okay please, with that. yeah, just okay. everyone's had full pair. I can do that. Mute yourselves. <sighs> We have a wide variety of options. What are you looking for? Something that wouldn't wouldn't draw a large amount of attention in a crowd. Interesting request. <laughs> Do you have a certain amount of seats you're looking for, or I four four would be good. Five would be better. All right, uh, I can take I- you to the lot, and uh, I can show you some some options. I can't wait to see the wider variety. I'm really hoping it's just one car. <laughs> ah, excellent. It's just like a um, bunch of Fiat's or something. Lead on. It's just one car. Just one broken down Dilapidated car. It's <laughs> like 20 years old. Perfect. They have like one five-seater super old and like a smart car. That's all you need. Yeah, so he takes you out to a small lot. And there are like there's a couple of um, Volkswagens, a couple of like a couple of Fiats, a couple of BMWs. There's like seven cars there total. Like two of them are like minivan sized. Most of them are five seater or less. Question: Uh-oh. Besides Joan and Andy, who else could fit in a Fiat? <laughs> what kind of question? Is that? I mean, you know, that's a very the answer fair to question. that. Not that's a very valid many. point. That's no, a valid I'm point. Comfortably, because most of us are like five and a half, six foot or taller. Yep. Mm-hmm. I think most of us are six foot or taller. Yeah, if yes. my memory's correct yeah. of how big a Fiat is, they're not very tall. Because it's just they are not. It's just Joan and Andy that are below six 
Pete. Joan and Andy can fit in a Fiat. No one else. No one else. Well, <laughs> you guys can take your own car. That's an option. <laughs> you can push for that. I would prefer not because I have no ranks in driving still. I have so many ranks. I should drive. <laughs> no, Andy's anyway. definitely driving whatever car she's in. <laughs> Voltaire just finds the most nondescript five-seater. All right. And he's just like, this This would be great. All right, that will work. Let us go inside and we can discuss paperwork. Perfect. All right. Now you have to make a... Well, actually, would you have to make a wealth check? Or is that low enough that you don't have? <laughs> I was I was just going to say... I don't say, think Voltaire needs to make a wealth check. Well, I mean... Yeah. He could just buy the car. It's rarity three, so he doesn't I was just, need to. I was just going to say, like, from Voltaire's experiences with adventures that the group is involved in <laughs> he he doesn't expect this car to be returned <laughs> in very funny. good shape <laughs> is he gonna outright buy the car so would i have to roll a wealth check to give him enough money to buy another one of Everywhere's these Everywhere's a shopping mall if you're wealthy enough. <laughs> uh no true. you wouldn't have to Excellent. I was just saying, get the insurance on it, but I guess so this works. When, when they go insurance. in to discuss paperwork, Voltaire, Voltaire looks him dead in the face, and he's just like, My good sir, to be completely honest, I, I don't expect this car to be returned in any shape that you would be able to rent it out again. Honesty. So I have a... It's always the best policy. I, what I plan on doing is giving you enough money to buy another car. I'm assuming this would be agreeable. Okay, now you have to make a charm check. <laughs> Ooh. Is it not a negotiation check? You're right, this wouldn't be a negotiation. Yeah, this is a negotiation. This You're right. Negotiation. I have negotiation uh, if anyone wants to use it. Are you with Walter right now? Yes! Yeah, she stated that she was earlier. That is not how we usually do this. <laughs> Voltaire just starts... Just starts pulling stacks of French money out. Like this is a wealth check, not a negotiation. <laughs> this is wealth, yeah. not negotiations. I agree with you guys, but is okay, this a if negotiation you're doing check? It, okay, if you're doing it like that, then it's a wealth check. Okay, yeah, wealth check. You're using wealth as, as a social skill here. <laughs> This is yes, basically intimidation, but with money. <laughs> just like, yeah. I have enough of the thing for you to this is, change This is the first mind. time in a long I time. I can buy and sell you, old man. <laughs> <laughs> this is the first time in a long time that Voltaire has been able to throw money at his problems. Yeah. There you go. All right, yeah, yeah. so Voltaire. what's your wealth? It's five and five? Yep, five yellow. Gosh. Even Caden's perception isn't that high. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a black die due to um, just how unconventional this is, but I don't think that'll matter. Uh, <laughs> it did not matter. <laughs> there you Are go. Are we surprised? No. 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 Uh, yeah, so he sees just the stacks of cash you're putting down. She's like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. And he puts, he, puts down, uh, he puts down some extra... And should anybody come asking, we were never here. Who are you again? <laughs> Good man. Good man. As he takes the, as he takes the extra money. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And so we get out of here with a second vehicle. Who is in this one? What is the vehicle? I'm curious. <laughs> a nondescript five-seater. I exactly. <laughs> Exactly. And what is the state of this car? Fresh out of the factory. 
<laughs> no. 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 <laughs> I love that it was, hey, let's go inside and talk paperwork. And Voltaire's like, this is how I do paperwork. This is paper. Does it yeah. work? This is Voltaire's kind work? of paperwork. <laughs> <laughs> Throwing money at his problems until they cease to exist. I mean, gotta do that works. when you can. Some problems you can. Uh, it, is, it is a Volkswagen Atlas. Ooh. Cool. Oh, perfect. that does sound nice. Okay. I guess you well, this. like it's a few years old one. It's just like a kind of like a sport, a Volkswagen sport vehicle. It's an SUV. Ooh, I like it. Cool. Beautiful. Spacious enough. I thought we all just looked it up and we're like, yeah, that works. I didn't. I <laughs> didn't know that's what we were doing. No. <laughs> Kaylin. I am curious what year. I don't even remember what it's called. <laughs> An Atlas. Volkswagen Atlas. Volkswagen Atlas. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> sit in the corner. And we get on the road. And the, Who's riding with who, by the way? The yeah. spring night, whoever's driving the spring night, like, she's just like, hey, um, I guess gonna need the address of where we're going um, to put in your maps. Yes, that would be very helpful. Uh, can I have your number so I can send it to you? Oh, <laughs> yes. Sorry. <laughs> What's his phone number, Xander? Thank you. Um, yeah, and then she sends you... 555-383-2654. Five, 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 Isn't that your phone number? No. That is complete and utter BS. The, that I, just, I was about no, to say, I hope it the, isn't. The 555 only works if it's the middle numbers. <laughs> like, oh gosh, that's the right. phone number you just said that it exists, probably. <laughs> I have no idea. I'm, what I'm reasonably say. sure that the 555 Someone only works it. with the middle number. No. <laughs> she sends Voltaire the address. Like it's not much of I guess not really address, but like the location. Okay. Yeah. And then I guess figuring out who's gonna ride in which vehicle. More importantly, who's gonna drive this thing? Andy. Andy. Andy can drive. Someone to drive? Well, well Joan, cool. when we get the vehicle, Joan just turns to Andy's like, so uh I think you should drive. Just Oh, okay. Because I don't trust. The, I, I don't think this man's driven without a, having a driver um, <laughs> that he paid. Like I don't know if he can drive. Have I ever seen you drive, Voltaire? Voltaire, Voltaire puts his hand. He just puts his hand on his chest in just mock affront. Joan raises like, an eyebrow and is like, "When was the last time you drove a car yourself?" Voltaire mutters sideways to Andy, "How long ago?" How long ago did I meet you? <laughs> she stomps on your foot. How? <laughs> Case in point, she can drive. Andy, tag team, and Voltaire. Uh, what so kind of question is that? Anyway, so, so Andy's driving one of the cars. Okay, anyway. Yeah, I think I'll, I'll ride with Andy. Voltaire, Voltaire looks between the two, the two of them. Would I survive if I if I rode with him? <laughs> of course, I'm driving, not you. Joan kind of gives him a smirk and like lets her cat eyes show for a sec. Caden K- like sidles up to Voltaire's like, judging by the fact you even asked the question, the answer is no. <laughs> hmm. The spring night's kind of looking between us and like, um, I don't know the full context here, but you can't ride in the bus with me. I'm going in the bus. Caden makes his way into the bus. I appreciate the offer, but call me curious. I'll ride, I'll ride with Andy and Joe. 
Ooh. Caden just shakes That's his head. That's a move. Joan smiles. Feeling daring today, I see. And he just raises on both eyebrows, actually. Caden's <laughs> shaking his head as he goes into the van. Caden's <laughs> walking to the van. He's just like, this is the last time I'm going to see him. Yep, that's it. Caden's done. Or Voltaire's done. No more. He's dead. <laughs> Regan goes, um, I'll ride with Andy, Joan, and Voltaire. Oh, yeah, this is going to end well. Yeah, this is, um... <laughs> like, like, Caden's getting on the van and, like, leans out and looks. Like, he doesn't see anything, but, like, his head pops out and looks in the general direction of everybody. And he, he doesn't say anything. It's just trying to look where Rian is with just a look of incredulity. Just like, are you serious? Why? Why, Rian? <laughs> Do you re- not remember the last long road trip that wasn't even this long? Joan looks at Andy, then Voltaire, then Rian. So we're just stuffing this thing with dynamite, aren't we? <laughs> That's what it sounds like. But y'all have agency. Do However, if we're splitting Andy up, gets though, into she's not it here would for this conversation. If we have roughly the same amount of fighters protecting Merlin and Arthur, right? Theoretically speaking. Presumably, yeah. So um, you'd probably want to be in Hayden's power then, because this are. Okay, I can't just keep calling you the Spring Knight. Do you have a name? <laughs> Finally. <laughs> oh, uh, oh, sorry. Um, uh, I, I've been around the Fey a lot. Um, I don't really use my name. I understand. Uh, you can you can call me April. April. It's nice to meet you, April. I'm gonna ride with you, I guess. Awesome. John still made that comment about Rian riding with Caden instead, right? Oh, uh, well, she didn't finish it. Okay, oh, sorry. Uh, so, April. April has stated that she's not much of a fighter. Mm, so, right. a car with April, Eliana, and Caden. Caden's the fighter. Rian goes to say something, and he's, then he's like, right. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, I'm in a car with Andy and Voltaire, who, while they might not like each other, are both good fighters. <laughs> Rian raises an uh, eyebrow at that. <laughs> Ellie kind of feeling insulted a little. Leaving the the van oh, bus. Okay. I'm just saying, in terms of like who needs more like protection or whatever in the vehicle with them, Arthur says this in with like air quotes. Arthur <laughs> or Merlin, uh, Arthur probably would need more protection. Rian just turns his head to the van and he's like. Fine. Eliana could come in the car if she wants. They turn to Voltaire. Voltaire, make sure you don't kill these two, okay? Or get them killed. Multiple reasons. Voltaire. Voltaire just looks at Rianne. (laughs) He's reading the situation all wrong. Voltaire just looks at Rianne. He's just just like, Rianne, bless you. You're worried for them. Caden had his head still outside the van just to hear the conversation. And after all of that, he just shakes his head again and just comes back into the van. <laughs> nice. <laughs> just goes back all in. Right. Uh, who's sitting in the front seat? Because Rian will if it's empty. You can. That's fine. All right. Rian takes the front passenger seat of the van. I imagine Voltaire is relegated to the back seat. Oh, yes. Joan, yeah. Joan takes the, the front seat. And yeah. he's driving. <laughs> yep. All right. And we... 
are off. You start driving. You can just pretend you're being chauffeured. <laughs> oh, chauffeured in this nightmare scenario by by two people who are both very capable of and have threatened to murder him. That's true. Andy has never threatened to murder him. I don't think. Not vocally. Mm-hmm. Not vocally. All right. Not vocally. On our eight and a half hour drive. <laughs> yeah, you know, it completely uh, left my mind that the spring night said she wasn't much of a fighter. Each car should also probably have a healer, so sorry. That, both that's a smart, it's a smart play. It's a smart it's play. It's a smart play. <laughs> this, this is a smart decision overall. There are other reasons, but... She's probably great at healing, but... That's fair. Just based on it. Oh well, I don't know. I was talking about Eliana. Um, yes. Yeah. yeah. I was. I'm apologizing for like, leaving uh, this yeah. alone. <laughs> we got healers and fighters on both cars, so we're yeah. good. Yeah. All right, and so we head off. Eight hours. Um, before too long, Joan is going to call Julie. Oh. Joan tells Julie what's happened. She tells Julie about. Becoming Merlin and <laughs> all of the kind of insanity that has gone down since uh, Julie was unceremoniously poofed out of Avalon by Morgan. And then on her side, wait, what? Are you are you sure? Do you do you need our help? Are you sure? OK. OK, just. All right. Be careful. I love you. Don't do anything stupid. Uh-huh. All right. The eye roll. Okay. And uh, then hangs up. Is everything okay? Um, apparently some Japanese vampire, like a Jiangxi or something, came into town with a gaggle of zombies. Oh, no. Um... And, like, apparently he's trying to, like, muscle into, I don't know, some kind of vampire politics thing, trying to muffle, muscle into Stefan's territory. Um, but apparently Julie is dealing it with it along with, like, Moroni and some of the other hunters and stuff. Then it sounds like she has very capable help. Yeah. Is it worrying for her to be going out fighting monsters without me, but... Um, but yeah, she's got she's got Moroni and those those other dudes we saw, I guess. Um, so I'm sorry you can't be there. Yeah, well, we got we've got our own mission. Um, yeah, it's good, it's fine. You know, Julie seems very capable. Yeah, yeah, she is. She's she's pretty ba. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it sounds like it's your turn to have as much faith in her as she had in you when she let you go. Joan kind of takes a moment to let that uh, mull it over a bit. You've got a point? I don't often. <laughs> uh, thanks. Andy just knows. Good advice. All right. Any other convos that happen over this period? We're all silent for eight hours. We have been, like, awake for a while, so this is also a decent time for people to sleep if they need it. I mean, we also just got all of our strain healed. <laughs> you so. did? But, like, not from a mechanical perspective, but from a just, like... Yeah, people need sleep 
perspective. There's a narrative perspective of like sleeping is a good thing to do for your health. Mm -hmm. Because we did get magically refreshed, you might not need a full eight hours. So I'm just saying like, you don't have to be like, oh, dang, like I need to come up with something to talk about because mm -hmm. otherwise we've got an empty eight hours. That's all I'm saying. So <laughs> I you think can talk, you can sleep. I think for at least a half of the drive, Voltaire is going to be asleep in the back seat with his bow across his lap. I feel like right. Voltaire would need it the most given what he's been through these last few days. That's true. He needed he to sleep so himself. much and Morgan said no. <laughs> yeah, he's he has been physically, magically. Yeah, he's been story. pushing himself real hard. So yeah, he he definitely needs that. Eliana. My favorite thing is that like Elaine, when she sees you're tired and like about to pass out, she magically makes you like refreshed. Morgan, when she sees you're tired and about to pass out, just says no, 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 you don't. No. You're not going to do so. No, she just keeps you right on the verge <laughs> of passing out from exhaustion. Right on the verge. <laughs> Um, Eliana will sleep, but it'll take her a while to get to that point. Does anyone yeah. have any conversations they want to have? Caden does. Oh boy. Does Rian, though? I'm curious. Does Rian have a conversation he wants to have, or is he going to sleep as well? Um, he's probably going to remain silent for that first bit of the trip before allowing himself to feel like it's safe enough to sleep. <laughs> hmm. Okay. Come oh, on, then. you gotta admit that's fair. No, I, no, yeah. I, I agree with you. I'm not. I'm, not, I'm just like, hmm, okay, all right then. But if Caden wants to talk, he's more than welcome to. Okay, Eliana will just have her sketchbook out. Mm -hmm. And Riel just be in the front seat with his hands folded over his lap. So, do you have your sketchbook? Yes, because I have my purse, oh, yeah. and my purse is a bottomless bag. <laughs> <laughs> so I have that's a nice. lot of things. I have a lot of things I shouldn't have, actually, because I didn't Shoot. take the time to go I don't think I specified what Rian did with his clothes, <laughs> especially his satchel. Oh, we I did. Forgot. Andy also, also has a okay, purse. I couldn't remember if we did or not. We did. It's in we Eliana's did. purse. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't trust Voltaire with his shawl. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he does regularly burn your clothing. So. He does. He has burned your clothing. He has burned your clothes. He has burned <laughs> Which isn't that much, but it's weird, weird, weird that it happened twice. twice. But it's weird that it happened twice, yes. Or is it a pattern? Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, your stuff is in Eliana's purse. Good. Yeah. Caden mm, does want to talk to Eliana for a tiny bit, but he actually, his conversation is for uh, April. Ooh. So uh, after maybe like, we're about maybe like 20 minutes to like half an hour into the drive, Caden... Mm -hmm. Just kind of from the back, it's like, so, uh, April. Yeah. Mm, uh, how long have you been, uh, in service to, uh, Elaine? Um, be hard to keep track of sometimes. I mean, fair. Especially since most of, uh, a lot of it has been traveling the ways. Um, so I'm very often hopping from magical realm to mortal realm and back and, that really messes with your sense of time. New um, definition of jet lag, I imagine. <laughs> oh, you have no idea. Like when you're, if you're in Muspelheim for like what a couple minutes and then you're in Hawaii and then you're uh, off in some jungle realm that doesn't have a name or just, there's, oh, there's, uh, it's, it's wild. Um, but, I, if I have to guess, um, I'd say 
almost a decade now. All right. Well, I mean, this is slightly off. I mean, on top, it's slightly off topic, but did that unnamed jungle realm that you mentioned, did it happen to have like very, like large giant Venus flytrap things? Oh, oh, you mean the Savage Grove? Um, oh, no. that's appropriate. I, um, I have been there too, but no, um, there's, yeah, if there's this one realm that you can get to from pretty much any Pacific Island, just, it's basically just like an infinite jungle that's like, yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. Um, sounds like it. There's a lot of weird ones. Uh, there's one realm that I went to that it's just a bunch of like barren floating islands. And the only way to travel is basically to hop, like to just jump from the like island to island. And there's like these clouds and there's some some kind of creatures live in the clouds, but I could never quite make them out other than they were large. And I didn't want to get close enough to get a better idea. I mean, that's wise. Definitely very wise. It it definitely seems that you uh, have definitely been around lots of places. Yeah. Yeah. Most of my yeah, most of my time has been learning the different ways and how best to use them. Um, the shortest paths, the safest paths. Mm. Uh, is that your primary responsibility as the uh, spring knight? That's, uh, that's not the, like, that's not the primary role of the spring knight. Um, but that's what Elaine has been having me do. The primary role is, uh, she gets like a little wince in her face. Um, uh, kind of opposing you. I don't take offense to that. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of um, the primary role is kind of uh, working against the autumn night. Hmm. I see. Then this must be a very, uh, hmm. How to say it? Just strange, I guess. Uh, it is. Um, I actually have worked against you a couple times you just never knew i was there um oh i i don't uh i don't really fight so i work through kind of more subtle ways um i'd i'd be interested i mean you of course not obligated in any way to tell me at what times you did but i am curious uh it is a little odd um something is really different ever since well First, the lady changed when that, I guess, sickness or whatever came over her. I could tell there was something different about her, but it's not like I could do anything to stop it or her. Um, And then since she's come back from it, um, she and Morgan have been talking a lot more. Um, Like, I'd never seen them talk once in my time as the spring night before the whole stuff at with Vegas happened. Well, n- neither had I. When Vegas happened, that was the first time I've ever met or seen Elaine at all. Yeah, but they've been talking more. Hmm. And I kind of get the feeling that, I don't know, that something's changed in the world lately that's kind of forcing them. Do you know what it means for Elaine to go to Avalon? Not in exact terms, no. For... The sister's opposite to travel to her sister's realm. 
she basically has to put herself entirely in the other's power. And that's why Morgan can't ever come to my lady's realm, because her nature won't let her put herself in that vulnerable position. She's too much of a predator to let anyone have that kind of power over her. Every time Elaine visits Avalon, she is putting herself in a position where if Morgan wanted, she could kill her. Caden grows a little quiet at that. He kind of pondered on these types of ideas before, but dealing directly with the Fae and how all the natures interact doesn't always, you know, immediately hit with him. He doesn't always understand immediately, but he, under he understands this. I get, honestly, get terrified when she visits there, but she's come back each time so far. That never happened before, but something in the last couple years has made it worthwhile, I guess. I'm, I, I could only guess as to reasons for why, but I definitely can agree that something's happening in the world. I mean, in Vegas alone, so many large moves from different factions all relatively close together and things pushing at the seams. Something just seems to be riling up or just agitating whatever precarious balance there had already been in this world. Not that there was a very good one before, but... Well, and, and now this with you and, um, and, and Joan, you do, do you know what the prophecy is? He like rubs his head a little bit. Sadly, the amount to which Morgan uh, prepared me for this role did not include the uh, maybe appropriate history or lore instruction that might have been required. So the, the honest answer to that is a no, because up until the moment when he gestures to Excalibur, I accepted this mantle. I didn't even know I was chosen. News to me. That sounds like what I've heard of Morgan. Um, basically, the prophecy is that Arthur and Merlin will return when the world needs them most. Mm, that sounds like what I've heard so far. Is there anything else attached to that? Some addendum or fine print? Basically, that the it's something that would require the Master Magus and the wielder of the sword. Like, you guys, like, we call it Excalibur now, but the sword's been around way longer than that name. True. As far as I'm aware. Like, call it Excalibur, call it Celeburnus. Honestly, the only accurate name for it would be the sword, capital S. It's just, I don't know, if it's, if whatever's coming requires both Arthur and Merlin, things are getting uncomfortable. Uncomfortable? Well. I know, understatement of the century. Amen to that. However, well, not however, um, in all honesty, mainly this is just a feeling I have, but I, I tend to trust my intuition, not all the time, but I, I do my best. What does your intuition say? Well, one, if we do survive and succeed in defeating 
Morgaus and saving the Magi from total annihilation, well, one, we're definitely going to need them because my feeling is that this is only really the start. It's only going to get worse. That's a comforting thought, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, I'm not really an optimist, but uh, things always have kind of felt grim. But like you said, things have been changing. Makes you wonder what the queens are doing during all of this. <sighs> I don't try to dwell on that. I don't particularly want to know what the Winter Queen is thinking on any regular basis. Like, I have no idea what the winter and summer nights are up to. But supposedly they're out there doing stuff. <sighs> Something. Well, anyway. Off from uh, grim topics, per se. Back to, uh, I don't know, some of your, you have a favorite realm that you visited. A favorite? Yeah. Well, I do have to say that Brosilion is my favorite, honestly, with, I can, there's, there's nowhere more beautiful than my lady's realm. But if I have to set that aside, because that's too obvious, <laughs> I'd probably say Vanaheim. It's the home of the veneer um they're kind of the one of the halves of the norse pantheon um it's a beautiful place the veneer are a lot like the fae in their connection to nature well seely fae it's a place very full of life and light yeah so vanaheim i would say there's a lot of beautiful places though i can imagine I haven't uh, visited many realms myself, and Vanaheim seems like a nice place to see or visit. I'd like to go one day. If you get the chance, you definitely need to visit Yggdrasil. Oh. oh. It's unlike, it's the world tree, it's unlike mm -hmm. anything else. It's just this massive, it's, it's a tree that is the size of continents. And it's just in this endless mist. And in the like in the distance, you can see glimpses of the different realms tied to the world tree. It's just amazing. No sound like it. Sounds majestic. I mean, definitely seeing other realms and being able to travel and see all those things and see Yggdrasil is nice and good and excellent experiences but maybe this is just my age talking but i've always been pretty satisfied with our little pieces of earth that we have not like cities or anything but just going out in the woods in some backyard or on a ranch or exploring some mountains or cave just maybe not always as grand but Beautiful in its simplicity. You know, you're a lot different than I expected. May I ask what you expected? Someone a, li <laughs> Someone a little more like Morgan. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Uh, well, I... Hmm. He, he stops to think on that for a moment. Not really for maybe a lack of trying, considering what my primary responsibilities were, which for a time 
did turn me into someone I was not very proud of. At a certain point, I recognized how far I had fallen, I guess, and decided maybe it was time to turn it around somehow. Man, I'm not there yet. I ain't perfect enough in any way, but having people who believed in me that I could do it and become better certainly helped, but I, I feel I've come a long way. I still have to occasionally do stuff for Morgan. Under his goggles, there's an eye roll, which I'm not particularly happy about, but all in all, I get to do a lot of good in the world. You are a lot different. <laughs> I hope so. Have you? Uh, I find it. I find it interesting that Morgan gave you the enhanced senses that you have, rather than, I guess, the usual stuff. There's a slight eyebrow raise. Well, I admit that I haven't come across someone with my level of senses and such, but. What would you define as the usual? Well, typically the knights are granted a portion of the lady's power or queens in the case of the bigger knights. Um, and usually that, so I guess in a way you were given a portion of Morgan's power, but usually that means um, magic, like spell casting of the variety. <laughs> came <laughs> just so like the winter the winter night can control ice and cold and death the summer night can bring life and call upon summer fire and and then autumn night can like bring upon old age and stuff like that oh that that would be something now, let me tell you hmm i don't particularly ask morgan questions Purely for the fact that I don't expect answers even if I did ask those questions. It's probably better not to ask, to be perfectly honest. She does not sound like an easy person to work for. No. No. That that competes for the biggest understatement of the century. Uh, I, It might have purely been my circumstance. I don't know. I mean, I'm already a shifter. Which is one of the reasons why I think she decided to pick me. But when it happened, I was really in a bind. That also is an understatement. I was going to die when she approached me. That and is her realm. Yeah. Uh, and in order for me to escape that situation, she said she'd provide me with the, the right tools for the job, I imagine. Not what she said, but that's basically what it meant. I was fighting a very powerful fae creature that was far more corrupted than it should have been. And so I, I needed something to... Uh, a corrupted fae creature? I mean, I, I've only partially run into another of its kind, and it was not, like, the first time. Let me tell so, you. You mean, like, the Slua? I don't know. Every time I've sensed, like, the Black Knight or any other current member of Morgas's team, it hasn't felt like that exactly. Hmm. Similar, maybe, but not exact. But anyway, it was a Digian. It was very powerful, and I needed something to discern what was real. 
Gotcha. And so your enhanced senses allowed you to see through its illusions, its glamour. Right. For a pretty hefty price in the end. Yeah. Becoming Morgan's, uh, well, knight is the official term, but I heard the other term she used for you. Hound. Yeah. Very poetic that she picked the hound of former hound of God. Almost patronizing in a way, ain't it? Mm-hmm. Anyway, look at us going back on the darker topics. Come on. We have several hours. We can't get down now. <laughs> Good point. Anyway, I didn't necessarily have expectations. Excited to meet you, no doubt. But, uh, no lack specific expectations. But I am very, very grateful for your experience and your guidance in this uh mission and i'm glad it was someone like you who came along she smiles at that thanks kane just nods and kind of like leans back against the seat as rian's listening to a conversation between caden and april he's just smiling throughout it and eventually it kind of calms him down enough to where he allows himself to kind of just doze off <laughs> At a certain point, like about halfway through that conversation, Eliana like just sort of slumps down in her chair a little bit and focuses in on drawing harder. (laughs) (laughs) Stress drawing. This is Caitlin, a.k.a. Howie, and welcome to roughly the middle of the episode. We are back up to regular uploads, hopefully. (laughs) This one came together a a lot quicker than I thought, actually. I thought I was going to have to put this back another week, but hey, little, little blessings, little miracles. Anyway, I hope you're enjoying the episode. I hope you're enjoying it. Um, Kind of a laid back conversation-y one so far. And if you are enjoying it, please, I would ask you to consider possibly, maybe, telling a friend. And if you've already told a friend, maybe there's another friend that you could tell about. Maybe they secretly would love to listen to uh, Urban Fantasy TTRPG Actual Play podcast and you don't even know it. Just try it out. Try it out. You know, I don't know. Did you know? I don't know. Anyway, I'm going to move on. I'm very tired. <laughs> Speaking of friends, at this time, I would like to thank once again Russell Parker, Nick Persenio, Dennis Gaines, CL Jennings, and Richard Wyatt for being our wonderful, generous, fantabulous, supportive patrons. Thank you guys so, 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 so much. And on the subject of Patreon, we last month just uploaded our first little piece of video content to the Patreon. We did a, Xander and I did a commentary video of the Christmas at the Connors house episode. Christmas at the Connors? Christmas at the Connors house. 
I don't remember. <laughs> but we did that and it was pretty fun. So uh, if that's the sort of thing you'd be interested in, go ahead to patreon.com slash the Genesis Archives to check things out over there. They, that is That particular reward is available at the $5 and up tier. You can also find us on Tumblr, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter if you want to support us in a non-financial fashion by just talking about the show and helping it grow a little. Uh, we are actually in a position where that could help a lot uh, <laughs> now that we're actually uploading things semi-regularly. We're looking to grow, we're looking to improve, we're looking to stabilize. So if that's something you're interested in doing, please, by all means, go ahead. We love to see what you guys have to say and what you think and what you feel about the show. The Discord server and all of those other social media are linked in the description of this episode. Again, thank you so, 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 so much for listening, and I'll let you get back to the show. Bye-bye. Uh, so, Andy was going to talk to, um, Joan. Ooh. Um, hey, Joan. Yeah? How are you doing? Um. Is Voltaire asleep? When is this conversation occurring? Um, half an hour after the phone call that Joan makes. Oh yeah, he is very much asleep. Wait, did, wait, 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 when when did Joan make that phone call again? Um, just a bit after we left. Okay, yeah, yeah, That's yeah. He is very much asleep. What did she say again? Uh, hey, Joan, are you all right? <laughs> um, well. A bit overwhelmed, but, um, I don't know, there's that, that last thing with Merlin in Elaine's realm, mm -hmm. kind of put a lot of things into perspective. Mm, yeah. Uh, I don't know, a lot of, like, when Morgan said, said the truth about my parents, suddenly nothing made sense. Mm. And then... And now, a lot of things do make sense. Um, there's still a lot of things that don't make sense. Um, if I'm making any sense. Mm. Uh, and when everything has to make sense immediately, that would be boring. Right? <laughs> I guess you got a point there. Uh, I don't know. It's just... I've been fighting against what Godmother wanted for me for so long. She had a plan, and it kind of felt like I would end up there no matter what. Yeah. Like, I had a bit of hope after spending three years in Vegas without her seeming to have any hint of where I was. But then you weren't here for this. But um, when you came in, I had just spent three years in Avalon after kind of giving myself up to Godmother um, to kind of help save the city, I guess. Um, and after, after those three years, I kind of felt like it was inevitable that Godmother would get what she wanted. And I, all I could do was delay the inevitable. And when I was able to leave Avalon with the help of the man in the red suit, it didn't really feel like an escape as much as just another postponement. Mm. And 
now for the first time in forever, I have another, like I, I have another choice and it's a choice that I got because, because of my choices. Like it's, <laughs> I've, I've had a destiny set out before me by godmother for my whole life. And then I find out there's another destiny that is because of the choices I made, not her. And, and that was really, and that's really, that, that was really freeing to find out. I think people box themselves in by assuming that one thing's their destiny. I don't know if either of those things are their destiny. I think they're just things that, just choices that can happen. Some of them are a little harder to get away from than others, but I'm glad that you found something that makes you happy. I don't know. I guess you, you might be right. Destiny might not be the right word or might be too strict a word, but just a path to follow yeah. other than the one that was always kind of forced on me. Always right there. Yeah. I understand that to a, a smaller level, for sure. You yeah, make new family. You find new family. You find old family. Yeah. Definitely a fan of finding new family. <laughs> Kind of, she like raises a fist to like fist bump. Yeah, <laughs> she uh, oh, she can drive with one hand. Yeah, she'll 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 fist bump. <laughs> yeah. I can't drive with one hand, but she can. Nice. <laughs> um, but you know, I think that a lot of the time, at least not a lot of the time, I shouldn't say that. I can't speak for everyone. I know in my own experience that. Even with all the new family I found, and I'm not saying that they're that the people that you make friends with and the things that you do with your life are not good or important or as meaningful as old things. I just think that you know, I found myself missing you know what I had a little bit not not all the restrictions and things, but you know I think perhaps now that you have this new new path you can follow, you'll find not only because it has specifically to do with your godmother but you'll find new of meaning in your relationship with her you'll find that there might be other things to it perhaps or or you can create other things to it now that there's not such a she doesn't necessarily play such a dominant role in what you're going to do with your life so. <laughs> yeah i guess she was she was kind of uh subordinate to the last merlin wasn't she <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of rude but yeah oh sorry just he was her teacher or whatever I don't know. Just fun thought. Oh, yeah, that part. Uh, oh, no, I didn't mean like that. <laughs> Goodness, Andy. Uh, what did you think I was saying? Never mind. <laughs> All right. Can you do something for me? What? Going to my purse. It's, Andy has her purse, and I know that because she pulled headshot phones out from somewhere mm -hmm. during that ghost thing. It's going to be probably at um, Joan's feet. Okay, yeah, she grabs the purse. And can you find a Sharpie? Uh, sure. She rifles through it for a bit. I'm assuming there's a Sharpie in there? Yes. Alright. And she finds now, a Sharpie. can you please... I think he needs a new hairstyle. <laughs> that This has to be a check. <laughs> so, you're saying, okay, um, could do a... She, like, gets, like, leans in, gets quiet. Okay. <laughs> 
How heavy a sleeper is Voltaire? With his After life, everything I, that's happened. I would guess not, but I don't remember if it's been stated before. I can't remember if it's been stated before either. Well, okay. We know considering... that he ha- wakes up in the middle of the night because he has the midnight talks with Eliana. I was about to say, does she, can she knock or does she have to walk in? <laughs> I mean, Voltaire, Voltaire doesn't really sleep a lot. Yeah. Hmm. He feels like he would be a light sleeper just because of his precarious. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. The insomnia he, goes both he ways. He kind of has well. to be a light sleeper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you he think also... he's not somewhere where he feels safe? <laughs> this is definitely a check. That's fair. There it is. So, are you thinking like mustache and. This just. You know? It, it would um, be perhaps. Yes. I think he should get creative with it. I think he'd be a real good hairstylist and just kind of facial list. I don't know okay. what those are called. Um, Makeup, perhaps. All right, one one sure. sec, one sec, one sec. This is rich. Oh, no. <laughs> this oh, no. falling asleep. He chose to be here. He did choose to be here. I mean, he made his choices. He made, he his, made his choices. choices. There are worse things that could happen. I don't know. Maybe it would have been better if Voltaire and Rianne switched places. <laughs> At least for Voltaire. Right, yeah, Joan, pulls that out, probably been Joan pulls out her wand <laughs> oh, and, no. and whispers, silence. Oh, no. Excuse God. me. All sound in the car. Stops. Okay. <laughs> the car is just utterly silent. Hang on. Would that really help? I the feeling. Like the that feeling disrupts of it. The... This is not going to make it so she doesn't have to make a check. Okay. It's going to make it easier. It'll just make it easier. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yes, she is still drawing on his face, and that. Like... Oh. Well, my my thought is that he, there's this very steady sound going, and there's quiet conversation, oh, and yeah, then suddenly like the there's the no sound, and then suddenly. Oh, good point. Sorry, it yeah. is very silent. I don't know that this okay. would. No, that's a good point. Necessarily, so especially Joan suddenly paper. becomes silent. Cool. Cool, 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 Good cool. clarification. So, so she can right. climb around. Wait, if she's mm-hmm. drawing cool. on his face, wouldn't he be able to feel that? So we've well, already established. That is why she still make a... needs to make a check for it. <laughs> she's still gotta okay. make a check. This is helping. It is not removing the situation. <laughs> I'm sure she got you. Anyway. Right. Okay, Moving so on. Joan um, kind of like walks over to Voltaire, making no sound as she steps over things. So to draw on someone's face light enough that they can't feel it. I think that would be a skullduggery check. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. I could see that. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. She's not trying to be quiet. She shouldn't need to. Yeah, it's and almost like... versus Voltaire's vigilance. <laughs> Which <laughs> we all know is terrible. Did you, did you happen to invest in vigilance? Should, you should be dead right now. Joan's skullduggery isn't fantastic, but Neither it's not terrible. Voltaire's vigilance. <laughs> I, I can almost like, guarantee that her skullduggery is better than Voltaire's vigilance. But him being a light sleeper should give like a black eye or blue eye in one direction or the other. Or well, something. his vigilance is too green. That's fair. Oh, oh my gosh. But she also she has a spell to make her silence. So. so she has four green in skullduggery. He's too green, un- but he does have uncanny senses, so that's too ah. green. He does. We'll add two black dye due to uncanny senses. Mm-hmm. Hey. I would like to point out that that's the same vigilance as it was in episode one of season two. Yep. <laughs> yeah. He has not increased his vigilance not increased. at all. 
Gosh, he doesn't have to. Gosh, he doesn't. It's true. I just thought it was a fun fact from today. All right. He's getting a mustache. Yeah, he is. Failure with four advantages. He wakes up after. He wakes up after. After some. It'll have to be during stuff, I think. Joan is able to draw just that, like, just the first mustache before Voltaire starts waking up and she quickly... half of the first mustache. (laughs) Yes, half. She gets half of the first mustache, (laughs) half of that curly Q mustache, and he starts to wake up and she hurriedly hops back into the front seat, still silent, (laughs) and puts the Sharpie back in the purse and sets the purse down as Voltaire wakes up. Would I have to roll a check to see if he can smell the Sharpie on his upper lip? Oh, that's fair. Yeah, you would have to make a check to smell that. Okay. What is the check? New that would car be perception. smell. Perception? It's not new. Yeah, I was about to say, I was about to correct myself. Sure. Yeah. What's your perception? Two green. <laughs> wow. And two, and two, and two green. Okay. So You're just not well, aware of your surroundings This is only an average check. Okay, um, so. Difficulty. Like, it's not like she hit it, but. Okay, Voltaire can smell just a bit of Sharpie for some reason. (laughs) (laughs) It can smell like that kind of that little, that marker, that artificial marker smell. Yeah. Don't get high, Voltaire. (laughs) It's not that much. It's not that bad. And I can almost guarantee his tolerance is not that low. I was going to say. But he, he wakes up and he just sniffs. Please tell me you at least you at least did a good job. <laughs> I didn't do anything. I've been driving. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm talking about the sharpie that I can smell on my upper lip. Why? Why would you fall asleep with a pen in your hair? Yes, I fell asleep with a pen in my hair, and it somehow migrated to my upper lip. <laughs> I don't know you. <laughs> good. I don't know what to tell you, Voltaire. Oh my gosh. He just he just shakes his head. To answer your earlier question, it's been about forty years since I last drove last drove a car. Oh. Well, how did you know? Maybe I'll say that again without food in your mouth. <laughs> Maybe Andy's eating a snack. I buy that. <laughs> I didn't even hear the food in her mouth. I just thought that was sad. Well, I, heard- I heard it just enough for it to be funny. <laughs> same. 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 The throbbing pain in my foot jogged my memory. <laughs> oh gosh. And as I recall it as I recall, it was a certain VW bus that I drove last. Ooh. Oh, that's an intro oh. Oh, okay. <laughs> although when although that time it was much less stable and a lot more aerated. <laughs> aerated? Is that a drug reference? No, No. I'm referring to the fact that I'm referring to the fact that I was being shot at. Oh, yes, just you were being shot at. Forgive me. Yes, Andy was with me. Gotcha. Why would I be? I don't know what you were doing in the seventies. Apparently, neither does he. For most of it, ladies, cut me a break. I've been alive for. Hundreds of years. Whose fault is that? <laughs> My father's. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Honestly, it's definitely Throw not his shape. fault because he's been trying his best to get himself killed. <laughs> you know, he did choose to be here today. 
he's, yes. been, he's been doing his best to get himself killed as long as I've I haven't known him very long, but okay, neither have I. <laughs> <laughs> but he's been trying his best to get himself killed as long as I've known him. Hmm, sounds about right. How was your nap? It was rather pleasant until somebody decided that I needed a makeover. <laughs> well, you have had the same style for forty years. I bought new clothes. <laughs> yeah, no more leather pants, huh? It was a thing. You used to wear leather pants. Oh my gosh. That is something I have to see. I'm pretty sure I burned all the pictures. Yeah, you didn't have all the pictures. <gasps> Do you have pictures? Oh, Please dear tell God me you in have heaven. <laughs> I don't know. I guess we'll find out. <laughs> Oh, this trip just got way more fun. Oh, Andressa, I beg you, please don't subject anyone to me in leather pants. <laughs> please do. Uh, you like to subject people to that? Okay, I think, like, while this is taking place, we have time for one more conversation. <laughs> I think they're probably going to go back and forth on the band <laughs> a bit off screen. Probably. Yeah. So good. All right. Uh, the quick one between... Eliana and Caden. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it'll have been a decent time after Rianne has fallen asleep, and Caden uh, looks as if he might have been asleep. He hasn't really moved or done anything in a bit, but after it seems pretty solid that Rianne is asleep, Caden turns toward Eliana and speaks quietly so that uh, April wouldn't be able to hear this either. So I know it doesn't have uh, immediate precedence in dealing with it, but I was curious if there was any change to the situation that you and Voltaire were working on. Liana stops drawing, (laughs) and her eyes like flick up to April and then over to Rianne. Rianne's asleep. Um, April, like, looks ahead, pretending she's not, she can't hear anything. (laughs) Ayana looks at her in the rearview mirror. (laughs) (laughs) Um, do you want me to give you guys some privacy, or? No, it's fine. Um, how long has it been since you were in Vegas? Uh, About a month, I'd say. Well, then, yes, actually. Not enough to do anything about, though. Hmm. We're waiting for now until something more happens. There's not enough to do anything with. Caden just kind of nods. He knows exactly what she's talking about. Mm-hmm. Sorry that I brought it up. I was just making sure things were. Oh, just making sure where things were at. He just kind of sighs. No need to apologize. It's good to check up. And honestly, I wish I had more to tell you. Uh, I can imagine. Alright, which car is in front of the other? Oh no! Of course! I would assume the Volkswagen is in front leading the way. And he's a speed demon. I don't know! I mean, demon. She also has the address. She does have the address, though. Valid point. Andy would be in control of that. Over in the Andy Joan Voltaire car, 
Oh, that's right. They're both Volkswagens. <laughs> I forgot that. Yeah, I was about to say the Volkswagen, but they're both Volkswagen. Over in the laugh wagon. <laughs> in the vo- in the, la- in the laugh wagon. Over in the laugh wagon. Um, several hours have passed since the conversation that Joan and Andy had. It is well into the night. The only light sources nearby are from the moon and the stars and the car itself. As you drive over a bridge, you see there is the silhouette of a man standing directly in front of your car in the lane. This bridge has only two lanes, the one we're on and the one going the opposite direction. There are cars coming from the opposite direction. You don't have a lot of time, and you have three options. Keep going straight, go into the lane with other cars, or throw yourself off the bridge, I guess. Oh my gosh. Or hit the brakes. <laughs> or you can try to hit the brakes, but that'll be a driving check to try to hit the brakes. Muted. So how far away is the next car coming this way? Jeez. Oh, With how fast the cars are going, uh, make a quick perception check. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Do I get any help that this is driving related? You will get a blue die. Uh, two yellow, two green, and two blue. Nice. Uh, it is night. And so you will get um, two black dice. We all, I mean, they have lights. We have lights. They do. You do. But you don't get a clear view. I guess that would be one black die total. Add more blue. Voltaire has heightened heightened awareness. Oh, it is a perception check. That's true. Okay. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Nice. That's one more blue die, right? That's no, two that's more. Two. That's two. So five total. Okay. Yes, you see that the oncoming cars will be abreast with the man by the time that you would be passing the man. Can I... Over, over a bridge, right? Mm-hmm. Can, can I pull water up to the bridge and then make no. a thing, like a, a ramp? Oh. You can no. try, but the amount of attention that would take would have... You'd have to get your... You'd have to take your hands off the wheel and you'd not be... You would stop cease driving. It's a straight line. To focus on the water enough to manipulate it, you would have to no longer be focusing on driving. Also, cars, are they not built to trend to the right? They do when you let of, go of the wheel? Yeah, so they do kind of trend the to the right. They they do. Do. I guess it would be trend to the left. So it would be trend to the left, yeah. I guess it would trend to the left. It's not are a guarantee that you will continue to go straight. That was my next option. You can run him Andy over. Andy is going to... Running him over is an option. Running him over is an option. It's not an it option is. that I really feel like doing today. Andy's going to... I mean, I would love to because I'm pretty sure it's a bad guy, but I won't. Um, <laughs> Andy's going to say, hey, Joan, hold the wheel for a second. And then I would like to make a magic check. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. Joan is going to have to make a driving check oh, no. to grab the wheel from the other side of the car. Oh, no. <laughs> This oh, no. is gonna be great. Voltaire oh. starts praying <laughs> in the back Joan seat. is going to get um, two black die due to the fact that she's trying to grab it from like the opposite side of the vehicle. This is great. Um, this is excellent. This I love everything well, about people. it. I'm having a great time. However, <laughs> keeping the so car far. steady is an easier, even within a stressful situation, is easier than yeah, uh, trying right. to climb yeah, on the brakes little notice mm-hmm. right um and he's also the one with the foot on the pedal so okay yeah treat her driving is just too green oh so what no my gosh oh, right, um, this is an easy check with the two black die i'd like to flip a story point for her all right gonna flip it back and i'm wondering if touch of fate can work to someone else's skill check no nah. it cannot no oh, okay fun fact Voltaire's driving is better than Jones. What is Voltaire's oh. driving? Fun fact, he's in the back seat. 
Three green. Green. <laughs> like Dragon is better than both of you. Four green. And is it better than only him? All right. Oh, yeah, Joan succeeds that. with four threats. Uh, Joan oh, like grabs the wheel and the car like goes like left, right, left, right, and she like tries to get under control. Everyone in the car is going to get one strain. Praying from the backseat intensifies. I'm going to add two black die to Andy's yep. check as she. That's what I thought. Yep. That's what I thought. Vehicle swerving around. Okay, I would. Okay, so it's going to be. So I'm going to make a ramp with the with the ice. Okay, that is conjure a ramp large enough to. What are you trying to make it do? I want to go over the man. Okay, that'll be at least grand summon, so that's a hard check minimum. Oh, oh boy. Okay, it's going to be four yellow and a green, and then I'm going to use touch of fate. I'm going to flip a story point. Um, what else do I have? Back. Thank you. <laughs> that should be okay for now. I think that's All what right. I can do. Let's do it. You failed with four advantages and a triumph. Oh, what happened, Jonathan? Do you have masterful casting? I do have masterful casting. I can get so I can get spell effects, but that won't make me successful. So you can't make a ramp, but you could make something. You could make an incomplete ramp, I suppose. Oh boy! Would it still work though with a triumph? You would jump over the dude into the air. And then the car would land down onto the ground again. Could I make another magic check to do the other half? You could try to cushion our fall. <laughs> yeah, to cushion it. Cushion the fall. Do you have conduit? I don't know what that. No, I don't. I don't know what that is. It's a tier four talent. Spend a story point to cast a spell as a maneuver. I have reflexive barrier. Can I use a barrier to cast this? <laughs> I don't think. I think. I don't think it works. I don't think that will have to be the target of an attack for reflexive. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So, no. Well, Voltaire did say that he didn't think this car was going to make it the whole way. Um, oh, I didn't I didn't expect to be foreshadowing it this soon. He pulls water out from the river <laughs> and throws it in our way, creating a ramp that leads up and over, but is unable to finish the ramp in time as the car goes up and over the ramp over this strange figure before <laughs> slamming back down on the road. Everyone is going to take... Wait, so I can't cushion it? No. No, you don't You don't have enough time. Can I make a quick driving check to make it not as bad? I don't know how that works in the air. You could make it a little better with a driving check. Okay. Hmm. It's uh, still good. I'll give you the chance with these to make a driving check. So it's to make three sure yellow. that you land with your wheels like facing perfectly forward. Yeah. So that way when you land you don't like suddenly veer off the bridge. That's a good that's or, yeah. or so like have... ruin the tires. <laughs> As your car's going forward and if your tires are like this, then you're just gonna, gonna yeah. possibly flip the car. I have three yellow and a green, and I also have all-terrain driver. I do not suffer usual penalties for driving through difficult terrain. This nice. is difficult terrain. That sounds like difficult hard. terrain. Yes. <laughs> it's the air. <laughs> Success. Nice. Well so we slam down on the ground. The vehicle itself is going to take one wound or whatever it's called um, damage. Trauma. damage it's gonna take trauma. one more trauma <laughs> I have and two system strain oh, that's fair and everyone in the vehicle is going to take 
two more strain. Okay. <laughs> that seems fair. It's not bad. Can we keep going now? You just keep driving. <laughs> the, the, the bus behind us sees uh, this going. happen. They also oh have a ramp. Do they? Yes, it's still there. It's still there. April's not trusting the ramp. Uh, April April has a bit more time than you did because she was able to have you as a warning. So she's going to try to slam on the brakes. It's like, yeah, I'll drive up that. Sure. That seems like a good, solid, reliable option. This a ramp made of water. All right, success with the triumph. April is able to stop the car, stop the Volkswagen bus in time. That sudden jolt of braking would wake Rianne up. Seatbelt against the chest. Oh, he's wearing armor plating. He wouldn't feel. And you see just a man standing there in the headlights. He's got a scruffy beard, a tattered coat and scraggly hair. He looks up, and his eyes seem to glow red in the lights, and he smiles, the headlight shining off of two sharp teeth. Oh, great. Two as in T-O-O. And he begins to change. Oh. As he suddenly grows much larger and hairier, and his face is replaced by a canine snout, and you can hear bones popping and snapping. Can we hear that from where we jumped over from him? Did oh, we stop the car? Yeah, after we stopped. We landed? Andy wouldn't keep going. She'd wait a okay. minute to see if the um, other people made it o- over the thing, but they didn't. We oh. might faintly be able to hear it. Okay, um, I would like to back up and run over him. <laughs> All right. As this guy is changing, driving check. Okay. Oh, um, oh my gosh. That is... Because three yellow and a green. Hey, if April sees that fast enough, maybe she could go forward and you just sandwich it. All right. As this guy's popping and changing, suddenly gets slammed by this car <laughs> and like it's launched over your hood. Oh no! Over the and then but claws pierce the top of the Volkswagen bus. The bus. The bus. Yeah. We're in the atlas. You- Okay, slammed it backwards and it okay. went that way. Oh, did it do any okay. damage? Go over your car. He went the other direction. Okay, okay. I'm caught up. I'm caught yeah, up. Yeah, did he get hurt? Probably not. Uh, let's make a check for him. Um, oh, great. I'm gonna have to make a check in just a second. Everyone's gonna have to make a check in just a second. I'm gonna have oh, to make a specific you. check in just a second. <laughs> He's changed. No, we so could have kept driving. You decided not to. I know. I'm saying we didn't abandon you, and I could have. <laughs> I All appreciate right. that. And he tears <laughs> off a oh. chunk of the roof of the Volkswagen bus. Okay. Oh, and in the light of the moon and the stars, you see a massive half man, half wolf beast. Mm. You know, despite all this, you know what I'm still happy about? What? Mm. I picked none of the options you gave me. That's true. Fair enough. <laughs> Very yeah. on brand.
Well, you can roll a survival check if you want to find a better route than the one the Spring Knight is currently taking. I'll take it. Sure. All right, this is going to be... So you're both going to roll survival. It's going to be your survival. Rian 2. Rian 2. Rian 2. I don't feel like it's better than the Green Knights, but I'll see. Alrighty, this is literally her whole jam, but okay. Would that not be perception? It would be survival, knowing your way through the forests. Okay. I mean, if it's perception, I'm fine with that too. (laughs) Yeah. Wait. What's your? Yeah. What is your survival? Two yellow and two green. Oh, that's pretty good. All of you are going to get a black die due to this being an unfamiliar forest. That's fair. While she knows this forest very well because it's right next to. Why wouldn't she know a better path? You, uh, you're the one who's challenging it. I'm just curious. I'm personally just curious. I think curious. it's fairly safe to assume that she's believes she's taking the fastest one. The only way that I would say, like, like the, if you beat her, it'll be because she's gotten too much into her habits and yeah. etc. But she's most likely going to win. I wouldn't be surprised if she won. But okay, I'm anyway. not trying to challenge her. I just want to roll. I get you. I get you. You want to use your skills. Okay. Oh, nice roll. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. Unless that was for her. That was for you. Okay. All right. Rhea, you wanted to do it for Rian too? Yeah, why not? Why, what's uh, Rian survival? Two yellow and green. I'll use intense focus once to upgrade it. <laughs> why? Because. <laughs> I mean, just for the heck of it. I mean, that's where we're at right now. He don't even he, care about spending like, strength. The only time I use intense focus is practically out of combat <laughs> It's true. That's I, true. Was, I was just going to say the yes. only time you abuse intense focus more than anyone else in the party. <laughs> Kaden would also like to roll just for poops and giggles. Oh my gosh, why? <laughs> All right, Three let's Kaden survival. Later. <laughs> Three it's been yellow. a long time since the last session. Three yellow, Let's two just green. all roll for survival. Why not? Three yellow, two green. Hey. <laughs> Damn, that's good, Caden. Caden and Rian aren't able to find any better routes. Andy does notice a path that she thinks might go a bit faster. Not a lot, but like one minute, maybe. Oh. <laughs> How much do you trust your skills? <laughs> I trust them because the GM said so. That's true. But... <laughs> Andy's not that petty, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, I think it would have been fun if Andy just like went that route and like and it like was waiting for everyone else. Does. Oh, that's she's true. like, I'll catch you later, guys. Waiting See, for everyone else. That's what she does. Taking no, my own way. Do that actually. I didn't think about <laughs> this going off by myself. <laughs> I wouldn't recommend it. I mean, splitting the party or like, it's, or it's, not. It's, it's, or it's not, not. Like she's going to be so go so far away. A giant Venus flytrap's going to come and attack her. We don't know that. <laughs> yeah, one step away. It'll we be a normal Venus flytrap. <laughs> Get got by freaking vampires or whatever it's, the heck. It's, it's the first rule of horror movies. The moment the party splits up, somebody dies. She would probably actually she'd probably follow. Okay, okay Andy follows. I just had to cons- I just had to remember what happened last session. I'm like, what happened last session? Would she leave? No. She'd probably just follow. It was pretty right. chill. Yeah. 